This is the Mark Milton Show with the Smash with former Department of Justice Tax Division trial attorney Mark Milton and the Smash on 590 The Fan and 590TheFan.com. I should have been a cowboy. I should have learned to rope and ride. Wearing my six shooter, riding my pony on a cat and drive. All right, yeehaw, you're listening to the Mark Milton Show with my partner, the Smash. Yep. Broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios here at 590 KFNS, 590thefan.com. You can also find us at themarkmiltonshow.com or anywhere you download your podcast. A little awkward smash. You and I just had our first off-air dispute well, we did. before we did. the show. Yeah. I mean, yeah. It got a little heated here. Dave almost had to step in to uh, it get, it got separate warm. us. It, it got, got, warm. got a little warm. Yeah. Felt a little little heat. Um, and I had put out a massive effort for you. You man. did, and I I appreciate it. And I Dave will I, testify to that because he knows what production is. So backstory: Smash put together an intro yeah, for the show, we got and I didn't in- like it. Well, I don't like it. Well, we have a great intro to the show as it is, but I thought if we could use that girl's voice in this one area in the middle of the intro, mm-hmm. it could be a really different take on the show, and it'd be an uplifting of sorts all right, you know? all right let's see dave let's play it oh you and, got uh, it yeah we got You're it here i got it queued up just so oh, we well, let, me, get let this. me set it up let me set it yeah. up <laughs> okay you listening you got to understand there are great partnerships in culture in pop culture and this signifies the great partnerships in the early part of the commercial and then you'll have a blank space and that's where the announcer says hey it's a mark milton show and then it'll go out with Should Have Been a Cowboy, which I did edit, so it would be nice and tight. It's a beautiful, beautiful production. <laughs> Dave, I'm sure you'll agree. <laughs> Let's hear uh, it. Or else you won't be there next week. But <laughs> Let's hear it. <laughs> Here we go. In the great tradition of teams like the Lone Ranger and Tonto. Are you silver? Poncho and... Roy Rogers and Dale Evans? Come on. Happy trails to you. So this is where the announcer uh, speaks. They can't see me, but I got my okay. head I got my head in my hands right okay. now. Okay. As really? I heard. <laughs> and now here comes the theme show song. I should have been a cowboy. Here, here, okay. Here, here's the deal. I love, the, I love the concept. I just don't know who half those people are. So I think we've got to come. We've got to find some other partnerships to reference. Maybe Dave. even Bonnie and Clyde. I could go Bonnie and Clyde. Dave, Dave, Dave what do you Dave, think? Stop. Man, I Dave. love the production quality on yes, this. Absolutely. It sounds absolutely awesome. That said, if I'm driving down the road on Sunday morning or first thing Monday with my coffee in hand at 6.05 and I just hear that, my first reaction, if that's the very first thing I hear is, what on <laughs> earth is this? Are we going to have some cocktails and conversation on the radio? I have two people with bad attitudes surrounding me. Right Majority rule. Majority rule. I, I right. think it can be salvaged. I think it can be salvaged. There's nothing but to salvage. Like it's a, perfection. Okay, let's just agree to disagree. All right. We're gonna we're gonna go back to the drawing board. I like the concept. We'll we'll go off air. Hold on, let me real quick. Sure. Dave, do you understand who the partners are right there in the beginning of the whole thing? Uh, Lone Ranger and Tonto, Poncho and Cisco, and uh, Roy and Dale? 
I do, but we also had a pre-show meeting. If I'm just <laughs> listening on the radio and that's the first thing I hear, I probably wouldn't get it if I didn't have you sitting next to me to explain it. <laughs> Fair All right. enough. All right. Speaking of disputes, we're having a debate here. We All had right. one just awful debate this week, the presidential debate. Donald Worse Trump. than this debate today, the uh, truth. Right. This is at least more civil than what yeah. we saw this week from our two uh, presidential candidates. I was just, I don't know about you, I watched the whole thing and I just kind of, I don't, I literally like kind of felt sick to my stomach at the end of it because I was just so disappointed with what I saw from, from both sides. Yeah. And how did you feel about it? I felt that both guys were clowns, just two different kinds of clowns, you know? That's terrible, man. Trump had the opportunity to step up and step in and, and be, quote-unquote, presidential, which they accused him of not being. And you could make it as simple, Mr. Trump, of putting on an act for an hour and a half of being a president. Instead, you got suckered in by their BS. Well, I think he had a strategy of trying to rattle Biden. Rattle Biden. And I think right. it backfired in the sense that he interrupted Biden too much. It made him look obnoxious. It also yeah. didn't give Biden the opportunity to sort of hang himself because every time Biden right. could get in, would get interrupted by Trump, Biden was sort of able to throw his hands up and yeah. come on, man, this yeah, plastic right. come on. I mean that. So I think that that hurt Trump, and I also just think Trump really cannot stand Chris Wallace. I think the the feeling is the mutual. worst. And I, you think Chris Wallace is the worst? Can I stop you real, yeah, real absolutely. quick? Yeah, absolutely. A huge respect for his dad, Mike yeah. Wallace. Uh, had a certain level of respect to that point, but he turned out to be an ass clown in that whole deal there. And you said, well, you couldn't control those guys. Well, if you can't control them, then you shouldn't have been the moderator. I agree with you. And I want to play a clip here. Uh, this is near the beginning where it really, every question, it seemed like it was a loaded question to yep. Trump and it was sort of had a yeah, biased slant to right, it. Exactly. And, and so it's kind of like, uh, you know, the, the so when did you stop beating your wife type of yeah, question where right. you, you kind of like it's right. an impossible thing to answer yeah. uh if we could clip play that initial clip about health care um then we'll comment the last four years you have promised to repeal and replace obamacare but you have never in these four years come up with a plan a comprehensive plan to I replace have. obamacare of course i have well, I'll I got rid of the individual mandate. Excuse me. I got rid of the individual mandate, which was a big chunk a of Obamacare. This, this that is where it kind of went off the rails. a big thing. That was the worst I, I part of Obamacare. Chris, You're that was the worst part me. of Obamacare. Let me ask my question. Well, I'll, I'll ask Joe. I, 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 the individual no, I, mandate was the most unpopular aspect of Obamacare. I got rid of it. I'd like you and to, we will protect Mr. people President, with I'm the moderator of this debate. And I would like you to let me ask my question, and then you can answer your question. Go ahead. Question. First of all, I guess I'm debating you, not him, but that's okay. I'm not surprised. <laughs> so a couple of things about that. Obviously, the, 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 the premise of the question is you haven't provided a plan to replace Obamacare. Yeah. That's just not true. I mean, the Republicans have put together proposals to basically you know, repeal and replace Obamacare, but you have, you have a Democratic House of Representatives. So anything yeah. that they do— has to has to garner majority support in the house. So to ask it in that way suggests that they just haven't done anything when it comes to health care. And Trump rightfully asserts that, hey, we've gotten rid of the individual mandate. He's also done a lot to lower prescription drug prices, which I think is a huge issue in America and that nobody's really been willing to take on like Trump right. has. And also, um, he made some points about Obamacare itself, which is it's still very expensive for people, and we haven't done anything to address the cost. It's not the Affordable Health Care Act. No, and 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 totally you, not. And if you contrast that with the way 
later, and I don't want to play this clip, but later he asked Joe Biden about the public option. He doesn't ask him how we're going to pay for it. He mm-hmm. doesn't talk about, well, how, you know, how are you, um, you know, he asked him about replacing uh, private insurance and Biden was able to just say, well, no, we're just going to offer the public option, but still allow people to keep yeah. their insurance. Well, if you have a public option, you know, it's going to destroy the, the, the private insurance marketplace. Mm-hmm. And, and, and he is on record for supporting uh, uh, universal Medicare, which yeah. would, in fact, eliminate. And so is his running mate. Yeah, right. Com- Kamala, Kamala Harris, Harris has also right. been very adamant that uh, she's, she favors um, universal Medicare. So I just felt like time after time, every question that he asked was sort of loaded, you know, loaded against Trump. To me, and I may, may not have this right. Maybe I ain't got this right. I thought he worked for Fox News. He does. I thought Fox News has a slant towards Trump. He was asking questions that was making Trump look like a chump. Well, all right? right. So I'm thinking to myself, well, wait a minute. Who sicked him on Trump? Because that's what it seemed to be. Like he sick a dog onto something. That's what they were doing here. And this guy is working for Fox News. You couldn't slant the thing towards Trump. Not that I care about Trump or Biden, but I tell you this. Trump got chumped in that whole deal, and they suckered him in not only from Chris Wallace's side, but also from the liberals. Well, and that's where I think Wallace's bias is is doubly devastating to Trump yeah. because I think most of the American public sitting there saying, oh, well, that's Fox News up there doing yeah, this debate. Right. And they're even criticizing, you know, they're yeah. even calling Trump out. But I think Wallace is, is, is not your typical, you know, conservative pro-Trump yeah. Fox News pundit like a like – a, Sean Hannity or some of the other people. Right, right. And so he's able to sort of mask himself in this cloak of, oh, I'm, I'm actually a real journalist. But yeah. he's he's shown time and time again that he hates Trump. He's totally anti-Trump. And so that's where I think it really does hurt Trump to have that kind of a, a combative Why exchange. Why would Fox with, News put him on as the moderator then? Because he's their guy. He's their Fox News Sunday guy. And I think Fox, you know, Trump's been very critical of Fox News the last year and a half, two yeah, years, um, for what he perceives as unfavorable coverage. Yep. Um, and look, Trump's reaction, I think, didn't help him. You know, he didn't help himself with the way he reacted. Exactly. I think he could have gotten in the same talking points had he just Doesn't sort of waited to be cooler, for the man. yeah, waited for the right opportunity. Yeah, right. Um, and he just really, you know, kind of let it get off the rails. Um, and then I thought Biden also, you know, a couple times, I thought he showed just a tremendous lack of respect. And well, you yeah, know, by I calling think, him a clown. And right, uh, we'll play that clip right now. The the exchange they had early on. People out there need help. But why didn't I you do it over 20, no, the no, last no, twenty five no, years? No, because you were president. You because you weren't president years? screwing no, things no, no, up. No. You were a senator. You're and the, the worst way, you president vice, America has hey, ever had. Hey, hey, Come Joe, on. Let me let me just tell you, Joe. I've done more in. In 47 months, I've done more than you've done in 47 years, Joe. <laughs> That's a devastating line. That was a big line. I don't know who came up with that, but it yeah. is devastating because you got Joe Biden up there saying he's going to do all these things. Yeah. The guy's been in the U.S. Senate since he was 29 years right. old. He was vice president for eight years, and now all of a sudden he's going to be this you know great bastion of hope for the American people. Well, the guy who fixes what uh, he should have had fixed a long, long time ago is just BS. It's going well, and he's down not called out. Thing, he, and Wallace wasn't holding holding him accountable exactly for it. Exactly right. So he comes out and talks about he's going to buy American. Yeah, that's oh, he just stole that from Trump. It first sure of all. did. And Biden's that's the guy. Funny, I thought the same thing. Who, who's been in the Senate? Who was VP as China rose? You know, on the yeah. world stage, he's the one that um, you know pushed for them to be part yeah. of the World Trade Organization. 
I mean, that's caused a tremendous damage to the middle class, to our manufacturing base. Yeah. And now he's going to say, oh, I'm for Buy America at 78 years old yeah. or whatever he is. Now he's going to say, I'm for Buy America. Right. Come on, man. As he would yeah, say. I know. It's terrible. It's the, this guy, both these guys up there lying in their own way. And both these guys, it's kind of like, it's kind of like my car is cooler than your car. Like in high school, you know, we'd have cars. We'd show off our cars. My car is cooler than your car. But one thing that these two guys who are showing off their cars don't understand is that you don't own the cars. Mom and pop are letting you drive the cars. The voters are the ones who are letting you guys be up here. And you guys don't even have the respect for me, the voter, to at least put on some sort of decent debate so I can understand the issues. I'll tell you another thing. If I'm Barack Obama or some other powerful Democrats. I take offense to Joe Biden saying I am the Democratic Party. Oh, that was heavy. Yeah. I, I, I kind of thought to myself, man, if I'm Barack Obama, I was the president yeah. of, of for eight years. And this guy's going to stand up there and try to take credit for everything I did, but then yeah. try to distance himself from from all of our right. failures. I, that wouldn't sit well with me yeah. if, if I'm if I'm Barack Obama or anyone else in the Democratic Party that, that's helped Joe Biden get to where he is. Well, maybe he tried to uh, put forth a, a a realization to the public that yeah joe biden is the is the democratic party but i won't be for long because once we get in office if we get in office kamala's going to take over and don't worry about me i'll be down in the caribbean minding my own business yeah and and i don't think this can be disputed but the, the absolute worst moment in the debate is Let's when go. chris wallace asked about denouncing white supremacy i mean oh, yeah. i i just oh, my heart just sank i mean i don't know how yeah. trump couldn't have come up with a better response yeah. to that. Like, here's my thing. I don't think Trump is a racist. I really don't. I think that he's been called that, you yeah. know, for since Imaging. since he came down the Imaging escalator. By the left. I really don't think he is. But geez, when you get an opportunity to denounce yeah. white supremacy, yeah. you do it. You exactly. don't. You don't equivocate. You don't. Yeah. You don't use butt. You don't you, say. You, you just say, I denounce back, white supremacy. I don't want the support of white supremacists. Yeah. Period. Full yeah. stop. That's it. Okay. And I think what happened was, and I'm not making excuses, but I think what he, what he again, he was trying to sort of fill the role of moderator and to, and to turn it on to Joe Biden mm -hmm. for not denouncing Black Lives Matter and, yeah. and Antifa, and G it just did not go. No. It just did not go well. And I, you know, I have a feeling that that's not that's just not going away. I mean, people are gonna. Are, oh, not only is, will it hurt him, it's gonna hurt Republicans all the way down the ballot. That'd be a forever clip right there, man. Yeah, forever and, clip. And what's also, I mean, I feel like Biden got a free pass on was when Wallace asked him, "Are you going to, you know, why didn't you call uh, the the leaders of Portland, the mayors of Portland and yeah. Seattle, and and tell them to to do something about I'm the not, violence? Because I'm not, I'm not in terrible. public office. Oh, terrible. what a cop out! Yeah, that what was a, cop a huge cop for out. him what to stand up there. I am the Democratic Party, yeah. but I have no influence over other Democrats. Yeah, what? I mean, it made no sense. And Wallace, again, just sort of left him off the hook. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, it'll be interesting. Do you think they'll debate again? Do you think Biden will, will, uh, will do it again? I think that uh, Trump needs to. If yeah. He's gonna, uh, well, that's what I'm saying. Do you think, I think Biden, if I was in Biden's camp, they they could have a plausible argument. Yeah, we're, you know, they could use the line. Because he did win. I think Biden won the debate. Yeah. You know, he, he exceeded what was a very low bar because yeah. I think most people thought he was going to just completely implode, forget his name, yep. have some sort of a medical event on stage. I mean, literally, like that was the bar mm -hmm. was so low. Mm -hmm. He surpassed it. Trump was really rude, and I think everyone can agree that sort of unpresidential in his yeah. approach. So if I was Biden's campaign, I'd say, you know what? 
we're not debating again because yeah. this guy doesn't, you know, isn't isn't willing to adhere to a certain decorum. No. So we're just not right. going to do it. Wow, I mean, that would be an out, wouldn't it? Because he didn't adhere to the decorum that they supposedly set up beforehand. Well, and they were talking about um, how, well, like, I don't understand why they don't cut their mics or have some sort of, you know, well, give the, the next guy two debate, minutes. Next debate, they're having mute switches on the mics. That's what they're talking about. Yeah. Well, let me ask you this, Smash. Do you think the debate changes the outcome? Do you think it has an impact on, on what happens? I think a second debate will determine the outcome. Does this guy know how to pick himself up from looking like a stupid ass, the president of the United States, to carry himself in a, quote-unquote, respectful and sophisticated presidential manner instead of being a guy who's fighting with another guy on the uh, you know, the cement parking lot at the, at the high school about whose car is is cooler. Well, and the other thing that concerned me was at the end. I mean, I'm sitting there thinking, Jesus, if this if this election is not, you know, definitive, we yeah. don't have definitive results, then we're going to have a real problem. Yeah. And you know, when they asked the question about whether you know, with Vic, you know, are you going to not proclaim victory until right. the results are certified? You know, again. Well, you got that clip, Dave? We'll, we'll play that right here, and we'll, we'll react to it. Will you pledge tonight that you will not declare victory until the election has been independently certified? I hope it's going to be a fair election. If it's a fair You're election, I am 100% on board. But if I see tens of thousands of ballots being manipulated, I can't go along with that. The fact is, I will accept it, and he will too. You know why? Because... Once the winner is declared after all the, all the ballots are counted, all the votes are counted, that'll be the end of it. Well, see, that's the problem is yeah. when are all the ballots going to be counted? Because yeah. this mail-in voting Could be months. is going to be a disaster. Yeah. And Trump's right with that. And I don't know what the solution is. Even Wallace said, well, what do you do about it? I, don't, I mean, Trump was very clear that yeah. this is going to be a disaster. There is likely to be just mass fraud, mass yeah. chaos as a result of it. Right. And, you know, Wisconsin this week, um, there was a court order that— that uh, upheld their they're planning to allow votes to be counted until November 9th. So the election is is November 3rd, but as long as your mail-in ballot is yeah. uh, postmarked by November 3rd, it can be counted up to November 9th. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a swing state. So you got mm-hmm. one state where, you know, on election night, Trump might be up, yeah, and, and then they're going to wait six days to see how many mail-in votes come. Yeah. Well, what could happen in that six days? I mean, anything could happen. You could have just, you know, a whole pallet full of ballots shows sure. up out of nowhere. I mean, right. how do you, how do you regulate that? And that's the concern I have is after November 3rd, unless it's a decisive win for, for one or the other. Yeah. Look out. Yeah. It, could, it could be nasty. Well, they, the TV uh, networks wanted to go long because that's just more ratings for them. You know, I don't know if our country can survive. I really don't survive I'm, in what fashion. I, I, I'm very, I'm very concerned yeah. about with everything else going on, 25 trillion in debt. I mean, China coming for us. You got, I mean, I don't know if we can survive another 2000, like the, the Florida, um, the Florida scenario. I don't know how we, I mean, that looking back, I mean, Mm -hmm. I think the environment right now, yeah, I mean, if you had social media back then, I mean, can you imagine what what kind of fake news and hysteria there would have been? I just, yeah, yeah, I just pray to God that on November 3rd, we have, we know who the winner is. I really do, because I don't think we can, we can sustain a, a six-month ordeal do you think that no matter who the winner is there will be riots in the streets uh, i hope not but it's hard to hard to think there wouldn't be yeah. um because i think both sides have their armies 
One is these proud boys, uh, and the others is this uh, Antifa, and uh, and these guys who are riding, setting fire to the buildings and everything. They're quelled right now. Notice that they're quelled right now because somebody told them don't be riding in the cities right now in this last month to the election. Once we see what the deal is, we will let you know how to go out because these guys are on command because they're getting paid by a higher authority. Well, honestly, I, I really didn't know who the Proud Boys were until yeah. that came out of the debate and then the aftermath. Yeah. So I, I mean, I'm not familiar with who they are, what they do, but um, yeah, obviously we don't want any sort of unrest from either side. Sure. And I think it's incumbent on our leaders to stand up to both sides and mm-hmm. say, we're not going to tolerate you know any sort of violence or, or whatever it may be. But, you know, that, that really hasn't happened yet. I mean, yep. we haven't seen the left stand up and, and denounce what's happened in our major yeah. cities. And they're being destroyed. The cities are, I mean, the, like yeah. New York City and all the, I mean, they're literally, it'll be interesting to see if they can ever recover from, from all this. Well, when uh, Wallace asked President Trump to denounce the Proud Boys, sure, I'll denounce. Who, who do you want to? He did that. But he did not follow up with, hey, Joe Biden, will you denounce Antifa or who was Black Lives Matter, whoever it might be. Mm-hmm. You know, he didn't ask that of Joe Biden. Right. He left it to the chaos that ensued after Trump uh, started the chaos. I think, you know, just to put a bow on this, I think most people are pretty dug in on who they're voting for. I yeah. really do. I don't think much is going to change as a result of that election. Um, I can share this. My I talked to my mom yesterday, who I consider yeah. to be a great barometer of, uh-huh. of, of, you know, sort of the moderate independent voters. She's historically voted based on first ladies. Like yeah. she's like, I mean, she's, she's somebody who's, you know, she's not like me. She's yeah. not, you know, right wing conservatives. I mean, she's voted for Rosalind Carter. She voted yeah. for, you know, George HW. I mean, like she's not, you know, she's not into the, but she, her reaction was, well, I still just can't stand that Joe Biden. I just think he's a doofus. And yeah. I think that's hopefully, I mean, from my standpoint, hopefully that's yeah. how most people, feel as a result and she she said i can't stand donald trump either and yeah. you know i think a lot of people feel that way. a lot of people felt that way in 16 mm-hmm. look this isn't new mm-hmm. this isn't donald trump is not yeah uh, he's not showing us anything we haven't seen before right he's never you know nobody's ever said he's a nice guy or you know he's somebody that yeah. you want your kid to you know emulate or whatever right but he does stand up and he says you know what yeah. he feels and i think people have a certain amount of respect for that and i think like she she my mom pointed out like I think he was doing a really good job. Yeah. As I think you're a direct quote. Like he, he did what he said he would do in right. terms of the economy, right. bringing jobs back, standing up to you know, um, you know, standing up to our adversaries. Yeah, uh, bring, you know, um, start stopping wars. I think they didn't touch on foreign policy at all during that debate. Yeah. So again, that would have been a strong. They avoided every possible strong talking point for Trump. Yeah. I mean, the foreign policy. Hey, four years, no new wars. You brought us out of two. You know. Right. In, uh, ne- seemingly never-ending wars. Mm-hmm. Oh, Joe Biden, you you were in the Senate. You voted for the Iraq war. Yeah. Like, they could have asked those questions, and they didn't do it. And right. it would have been very hard for Biden to defend his record on foreign policy. I tell you, thinking uh, along the lines that I think nefariously, uh, I I would say that this guy, Chris Wallace, got bought, man. <laughs> I think Chris Wallace is going to be looking for a new job pretty soon. I, I think, I'd have fired a dude because he didn't represent that station correctly. Well, it was interesting because I, I kept watching Fox, like in the in the post show with uh, Brett Baer and, yeah. and Martha McCollum. You could Martha tell they were good, sort of man. uncomfortable because, because oh, they, yeah. they wanted to criticize the moderator, but yeah. they really couldn't. And even last night on Tucker Carlson, um, they had a guy on his name, Victor David Hansen, mm-hmm. super sharp yeah. professor. I think he's with the Hoover Institute. He 
he basically, without naming names, he didn't name Chris Wallace. Oh, yeah. but he, he called out what we're talking about, which is, you know, the moderator really didn't hold uh, right. you know, Joe Biden to task and all those things. But, man, I mean, I think internally there's going to be a lot of tension at Fox News over the way Wallace handled that and the way it went down. Can so. you imagine the call Trump put into Fox News the next day? Ooh. Yeah. I, I didn't watch Hannity, but I'm sure Hannity didn't. I don't think he would have held held yeah. back anything. But you uh, imagine how many dollars in commercial money he has put into Fox News and to get this kind of interview. Now, I understand you got to play like you got to play. Right. But Chris Wallace, you don't have to demean the guy who's lying in your pockets. I know. I know. Well, hey, we're not going to uh, hopefully we will have future debates and uh, we'll you know have a better opportunity for the candidates to actually discuss policy and what they will do, because I don't feel like they really got into any substance in terms of like what either one of these guys would do. So hopefully next week, next time we'll yes. be able to talk about another debate and have a little. Not my stomach won't feel so queasy. Well, about I want what you I to saw. listen to that uh, promo that I did for you too no. a few times. And <laughs> next time we can talk about that. All right. Well, this is the mark. When we come back, I want to talk about Trump's taxes. That's going to be our tax segment this week. That'll be good. Get my analysis on that. You're listening to the Mark Milton Show with the Smash, broadcasting from the Miller Furniture Studios right now. Miller Furniture, and that's M U E L L E R Furniture dot com, right. is having a fifty percent off sale showroom really? sale both in Belleville. And Lake nice. St. Louis. Nice. So we've talked about them before. I know a lot of my friends have, have, have mentioned wanting to get out and check them out either yeah. in Belleville or Lake St. Louis. So this is an absolutely great opportunity if you're in the, in the market for some new living room furniture, bedroom furniture, dining sets, whatever you might need for the home, check them out. This half-off sale goes through October 13th, so you have some time to check them out. You can shop online at MillerFurniture.com. It's M-U-E-L-L-E-R Furniture.com, or you can check them out in their showrooms. Uh, at in, in Belleville and Lake St. Louis. So this is the Mark Milton Show. We're going to take a break. When we come back, we will talk about Trump's taxes, whether the New York Times article, you know, got it. Even if we assume it's all true, you know, is it is it fair? Is it a fair criticism or not? Yeah. We'll be right back.